Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 33 where we once again bring you another interview with a cast member. Well, Happy New Year everyone. I hope everyone is well rested from the winter break. Uh, I, I wouldn't know what that felt like because I, I still had to go to work. But I still kind of feel rested, um, but I'm just ready to not eat as much as I have been for the past few weeks. Uh, I mean, the holidays just kill me when it comes to food, and I just always eat way more than I need to. But um, but yeah, en- enough about me and my holiday eating habits. Uh, you're here to, to listen to some Disney talk. Um, so on today's show, we speak with Carla, who actually recently finished her stint in the Disney College program working in food and beverage over at Magic Kingdom. But uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, so... You know what, why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. On today's show, we have Carla from Las Vegas. How are you doing today, Carla? I'm great. Thanks, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well. Can't complain. It's uh, Well, by the time this episode comes out, Christmas will be over. But for us, uh, as we're speaking right now, Christmas is next week. Are you prepared? Yeah, I'm prepared. Um, this year, we're actually having Christmas at my house. So it's going to be a little hectic, but I'm excited to see some family and friends I haven't seen in a while. Oh, nice. Nice. That's great. Yeah, it's it's actually, we got a house about a year and a half ago, and it's our first time hosting Christmas. And we we have way more people than uh, I expected to come over, but it's going to it's gonna be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a lot of work. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. nice to hear. Yeah, that's good. So what, what's Christmas like, like in Las Vegas? Is it busy around that time of year? I'm just, I know we're not talking Disney just yet, but I'm, I'm actually <laughs> kind of curious what Las Vegas is like around Christmas. Yeah, it's actually the slowest time of the year, in my opinion. A lot of people come out to Vegas, you know, to do their, like, um, what's the word? Their bridal showers or, you know, like... Oh, true, bachelor parties or bachelorette parties. Bachelorette parties or their 21st birthdays. And I feel like Christmas, you know, it's like the time of the year you spend with your family. So it's actually really slow this time of year. Uh, That that totally makes sense. So, (laughs) all right, cool. Well, enough, enough about that. I know people are here to, to talk some Disney. So are you, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. So before we kind of get into, uh, 
you working at the parks with the Disney College program, I kind of want to know, like, how were you introduced um, to the Disney parks? Did you go a lot when you were a kid or did you learn about it as a teenager? Like, how did you get introduced to them? Yeah, so, well, I grew up my entire life in Las Vegas, which is just about a four-hour drive from Anaheim. So my whole life, my home park has been Disneyland. So I would go with my family about once every two years or so. We went a couple times for the holidays, for Christmas, a couple other times for my birthday, which is in the summer. And it was just one of the best uh, memories I had growing up. And so that was kind of like what made me so attached, I guess, or enjoy um, going to Disney parks, which was Disneyland. Okay. And did you stay like a few days at a time when you did this? Yeah. Sometimes we would just go for day trips uh, since it was just a four-hour uh, four drive. That's, and was, that's still <laughs> such a – to me, yeah. that's such a long drive. Yeah. It was – it was but it was worth it though for us just to at least spend a, a couple hours there and then sometimes we would also just do like weekend trips go two to three days usually like on labor day weekends or memorial day weekends which we didn't know at the time but those were like the busiest weekends <laughs> but we still had fun you know oh nice well that's good well I, i'm sure those four hour drives were easy because it's all open desert and no traffic so yeah. Because like so. a four hour drive from because I'm in New Jersey, a four hour drive to Boston could be like very hectic because there's just traffic and so many cars on the road. It's just a pain in the butt. Oh, so. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So. So the, we know your your love for Disney. And so when you were in college, how did you come to learn about the Disney college program? So I actually found out about it through um, an internship that I was doing in high school. I was studying hospitality at the time. And um, one of the front desk people at that hotel I was doing an internship for said that they did this Disney college program back in like the 80s. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, what did you do back there? And then she said she did a little bit of like um, the hotel stuff that they did there. And um, she was there for about like a summer program, I believe. And so I just did my research and I kind of did a little dive into YouTube as well and learned about of like all these other people that had done the program and I was just intrigued and so I I knew I had to do it at some point in my life and and I did it this year which was like a big life goal for me so oh awesome oh so it was this past year that you did it yeah early this year and oh. um, between January and May for the spring program oh nice that's awesome that's really cool so so did you are you still in college now did, or did you do it after you graduated yeah, I'm still in college now. This is my third year. Um, I'm studying hospitality the same here at uh, the university here in Las Vegas, UNLV. And hopefully by summer, or no, sorry, spring of 2020, I should be finished. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious because it, it's I feel like it's kind of tough to go right in the middle of school. So how did you weigh that decision by going like pretty much you took a semester off from school um how did you weigh the option from doing it during school to rather doing it or doing it after graduation yeah so 
I basically just thought, well, if I wait until after I graduate, there is still that slight possibility or like big possibility that I might not get accepted. And, you know, I could always try again after because they have that six month gap. But I didn't want to risk it. I didn't want to take that chance. And so I um, I said to myself, you know, um, school is always going to be here for me. It's not going anywhere. Um, if I take an extra semester to graduate, then that's okay, you know? And there's always the chance to do online school as well. So when I got accepted, I didn't register for any classes yet. And then once I found out I got accepted, I registered for online classes. So I still took some courses while I was out in Orlando from my school that's here in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, awesome. That, I mean, I think that's a really good insight of or in a really good outlook of how you want to view your college experience because I know sometimes people might feel like oh well, I'm not going to graduate with my friends but I mean at the end of the day it really comes down to you and what you want to do because I mean it's your life and your decisions and how you want to proceed so I, I think that's really great that you decided to take that leap because yeah it's there is a chance that you might get, not get accepted but I mean it's I'm very happy that you did so <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So was it your, the? did you only apply once? This is actually my second time applying. I had, uh, applied for the previous program, which was for fall 2017. Um, I went through the entire process. You know, I did the web-based interview. I did the phone interview. Um, on the very last day they were accepting people, I got waitlisted. And it was just like a really stressful process, but I understood what I did wrong the first time, which was I was being way too specific in roles. So I just talked about like being a convention guide, which I later found out they only accept 10 people for the entire program to do that role. You know, I was just being way too specific. And um, I ended up getting accepted for food and beverage the second time around, which is one of the biggest roles that they accept for. Oh, so. nice. Okay. Well, I'm curious, what's, what does a convention guide do? I, I haven't heard of that before. <laughs> so I believe the convention guides are kind of like um, part of guest services and they do tours, but only during like um, big, like, what's the word? Like at Epcot, you know how they do the food and wine festival? Oh, one of the festivals and stuff? Yeah, they, they only do that kind of stuff, if that makes sense. Just okay. the festivals in Epcot. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I it's good that you learned from your mistakes the for the <laughs> next time. So yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um. So, so okay. So cool. So you got food and beverage. Um. So where did you end up working while you were at? Uh. Well, actually, quick question: Did you go to Disneyland for the college program, or did you go to Walt Disney World? I went to Walt Disney World in Orlando, which I had actually never visited before until I got accepted. And then I went just, you know, for for the first time, which was my traditions. Cool. So so I always like tried not to compare Disneyland and Disney World because it's I feel like they're just way too different from each other. Um, <laughs> but what were what were your first thoughts when you were at Disney World because you, you've been to Disneyland your whole life but what, what were kind of your first thoughts when you finally went yeah well the first thing that we saw as cast members was the Cinderella Castle 
which they like kind of prepared us for. They're like, brace yourselves. A lot of people cry during this moment. <laughs> Have your cameras out and everything. And so when I first, the first thing I saw was the castle. Um, I didn't, I got emotional a little bit, but I didn't really cry. I was just so surprised as to how big it is, you know, because the Disneyland castle compared to um, the Disney World one is like, so massive like it just keeps going and going <laughs> higher and higher and the one at Disneyland is actually really tiny compared to it and then Disney World in general is obviously just huge you know you have four parks that are all spaced out I also feel like it's a lot more modern and updated if that makes sense Disneyland is a lot more classic you could tell like it was built in the 50s rather than Disney World oh definitely yeah I mean it's Disneyland is a lot smaller for sure or Disneyland Park because like I feel like every time I go it's yeah the the walkways are much tighter compared to Disney World where they're much they're much wider um but but yeah I I, I agree that the uh yeah the castle is a bit smaller but I mean it's still gorgeous every time I see it so but, yeah uh, yeah cool timeless <laughs> cool so how was how was like your transition from Las Vegas to um to orlando because i mean i'm sure in vegas you have the dry heat but yeah. um I, I think you also went at a good time because you started in january which it's still it's pretty cold at that at that time yeah it was really cold i was actually really surprised you know i was preparing for hot hot weather just taking light jackets you know and as soon as i show up they're like in the 50s and I only had like a little throw blanket so I I feel like I didn't prepare myself enough you know so I just kind of went that first week to Walmart bought a bunch of bedding stuff like comforters that were thick enough for the cold but um a few weeks after getting to Orlando I kind of developed like a throat kind of thing that my that I had to kind of get used to I guess from the humidity I I used to have like a drier cough and then it sounds kind of gross but I kind of got like a little moist cough if that makes sense oh, okay yeah. I couldn't adapt to the humidity as quickly as I should have. So. so it was like a it was like a chronic thing where it was just constantly happening, or it like it didn't last for a week. It just kept it was just always happening. It was kind of like a, a thing that I started to get the first few weeks after, but um, after about a month, I'd say, I it went away. So okay. yeah, it's still <laughs> a long time. A month is a long time with a cough. Yeah, but I mean. I made it through it. I, it was worth it in the end just to stick it out. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. So so where did you end up getting placed uh, while you were there? I ended up working in the Magic Kingdom, um, specifically in Fantasyland. So I rotated different locations in Fantasyland. I worked at Gaston's Tavern, at Prince Eric's Market, which is like a little turkey-like stand in front of um, the Little Mermaid and um friar's nook and storybook treats which are like right next to each other oh nice friar's nook always has a lot of interesting foods yeah uh, i feel like it changes pretty often <laughs> yeah it did a lot like when i first started um training they still had the mac and cheese with the barbecue chicken mm, I, and, that's um, like infamous i've I heard a lot of good things but i don't think <laughs> i don't think it's there anymore right no, because um, the two weeks after I started there, they switched it all up to tater tots, and we had a lot of guests ask 
like, oh, where, where's the mac and cheese? You know, where can I get it? And we're like, sorry, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> I, I, I remember that from, yeah, I guess it was this past year, but I remember there was a big stink about it. People, people were really <laughs> mad that the mac and cheese went away. <laughs> yeah, it was really popular. I don't, I still don't understand why they got rid of it. I guess they were just trying to test new things, but the tater tots did okay too for a while. It kind of slowed down a little bit, but, um, who knows? I guess they might bring back the mac and cheese sometime because it was really popular. <laughs> cool. So what? Um, so it's it's kind of nice that you were able to rotate in and out, give you like a change of scenery and environment. Um, what what was your favorite? Uh, I guess quick service to work at. Um, I'd say it's kind of a tie between the storybook treats and Gaston's they're both very different but they also kind of had their like um their fun parts to it like at storybook treats at first I was a little really like not as good as the other people when it came to the soft serve ice cream it's definitely like a skill you have to acquire with time <laughs> it's, it's actually really hard but um I got used to it I got the hang of it and by like the first month there people were like oh wow you you can make a cone really nicely now you know and that was really fun to just like swirl a cone around and give it to people and make <laughs> their day and then Gaston's um I just really loved Beauty and the Beast growing up so hearing you know the soundtrack play and people come in all happy after meeting Gaston because he met just right outside of Gaston's yeah. tavern you know getting to talk to them about beauty and the beast that was definitely really fun yeah cool uh, it, yeah gaston i i met him when i was with my wife but a funny thing about gaston i went there on my bachelor party um <laughs> uh like a year and a half ago or so and i i, I tried we tried to meet him twice because i was with a group there was a group of eight of us together and like i tried to meet him but both times that we went he wasn't there and then we were we were finally like leaving the park and then we walked by and he was there but he actually saw like the group of eight of us in like our matching t-shirts and he was making fun of us and it was like the greatest thing ever <laughs> yeah, he's, oh yeah he's a cool he's a cool character um to meet um but question about gaston's tavern is it always slow in there because i feel like every time i walk in there there's really not a lot of people in there because i feel like it's just kind of hidden away in the back of New Fantasyland? Yeah, um, I guess it just really depends. Like, there are a lot of slow periods during the day, but during, I guess, like noon and four o'clock, we actually do get pretty big rushes at times. You well, know, that's, that's snack time, and I know people, I mean, that's what Gaston's Tavern is, it's just snacks, correct? Yeah, it's just snacks, and a lot of people also just tend to look at the outside. Sometimes for my assignments, I would get greeter, and so I would stand outside, greet people, give them, like, menus and stuff, and they would get confused a lot and be like, oh, what's the wait time? And I'm like, oh, unfortunately, this is actually just a quick service stand. It's not like a sit-down restaurant. And they're like, really? You know, they assumed that it was a sit-down restaurant when they walk in and they're like, oh, it's just snacks, you know? So I feel like maybe if they added more meal options, it would probably be a lot more busy, if that makes sense. No, it totally does. And I, I, I feel like it does need something else because the options there, like, they're fine. Because, I mean, they they had this, the, the big cinnamon roll, which I know is a, a big thing. And then the apple frozen drink, is that correct? Yeah, the LeFou's brew. Yes, that's what it is, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's pretty um, bit the two main options, correct? Correct. Yeah. And um, obviously, for a lot of Disney fans, you know, they know that Magic Kingdom is a dry park, but a lot of new first time comers will um, be on the frantic look, you know, for alcohol. And as soon as they see LeFou's brew, they're like, oh, um, it has alcohol in it, right? And we're like, no, this is a dry park, unfortunately. And we get a lot of upset customers that um, try to order the LeFou's brew take a sip of it and they're like there's no alcohol in this and we're like uh yeah it's not supposed to have alcohol uh, <laughs> uh yeah i could see that being being a little upsetting but i mean it, it's good that disney is now allowing alcohol in the restaurants which i think is good um in magic kingdom i should say um but that's like a, that's a change that's been happening over the past year or so i think yeah, yes, at the uh, the full service sit down restaurants, right? Yep, yep. I remember, yeah, our last trip we we did like a quick stop at Liberty Tree Tavern, and my wife was just so excited that there was wine there uh, <laughs> because we I told her beforehand I'm like they don't have alcohol at any of the restaurants, and when they told us they did, we were like super excited. So <laughs> cool. All right, well, I'm curious, like what what was an average day like? Um, when you worked at Disney? Because I know sometimes that the working at the Magic Kingdom, there's like, you get really crazy hours, but did you, working the food and beverage, did you have normal hours or did you like kind of just work at weird times of the day? Yeah, I feel like um, I did have kind of like the later shifts compared to my roommates because I had two roommates that worked in food and beverage as well. One of them worked at Hollywood Studios in food and beverage and Hollywood Studios uh, tend to... Uh, usually closed by 8 or 9 p.m. So she would get a lot of like that, the mid shifts, like 12 to 9.30 or 2 to 10.30. While I actually had a lot of like the 5 to midnight shifts, sometimes I would even have to start work at 7 p.m. Um, because Magic Kingdom tended to close at midnight. And then even on the days where we had extra magic hours, we wouldn't close until like 2 a.m. <laughs> but i mean it was okay you know i enjoyed sleeping in <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's i mean at least you had that perk you you had your days open um so most of the time was it the those evening shifts or did you have afternoon shifts at all yeah um i believe that towards the beginning of my program like january february i had up like the midday shifts sometimes even early morning shifts just because the park um would close early during those months they would close around 8 or 9 p.m and then when spring break started it was all like 7 to 2 a.m and <laughs> you yeah. know yeah, for those later hours yeah i, I would imagine <laughs> cool um so when so when you had your your mornings your open or when you had your free time what did you like to do what how did you spend your time doing that a lot of my roommates and i really enjoyed going to the parks obviously like that's just a huge perk you know when you get to go to the parks as much as you want when you're off so i try to take advantage of that as much as i could um i really enjoyed going to epcot a lot and walking around the world showcase just eating as much as the food as i could that was from like all the different countries that was definitely really fun and it's something that i miss to do um, some of my roommates and I also became universal annual pass holders. So whenever oh, nice. we were all off, yeah, we try to get the 
try to schedule days off as much as we could or if we worked later shifts we would go in the mornings just to get like a little break from disney sometimes you know because sometimes when it was like just busy spring break month of april you know we were constantly overworked and we were just like oh we're so tired of disney we need a a break from it for one day so we would go to universal <laughs> <laughs> no i would i would imagine i i mean a lot of people say you can't get enough Disney, but no, you can. Yeah, some days you just needed that break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even after like coming home from trips, it's like, okay, yeah, I need a, I need a break from Disney. But then uh, a f- maybe like a month ago, I'd be like, okay, I need to go back. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, so when you were when when you were working, were you able to create like any uh, magical moments for guests, or did you have any really cool guest experiences that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, um, one of the ones that I that like stands out the most to me is at Storybrook Treats when we made ice cream. Whenever it would be like a slow period, our leaders would encourage us to make magical moments. And Storybrook Treats is like right in front of Seven Doors Mine Train, which we all know can get like a ridiculously long line. <laughs> Um, so one of the things that we would like to do is just like make ice cream cones or ice cream cups and then just like kind of walk behind or walk up to people that were waiting in line and just be like, oh, Mickey wanted me to let you know that um, he didn't want you to wait out in the sun for too long. So I brought you this treat. It's on Mickey. And, you know, like sometimes people's face would just like light up and be like oh my god i've been in the sun for like hours waiting in this line just to get on this ride like thank you so much and those are just like the the ones that stood out to me the most is like when people were waiting in line for seven doors wine train and bringing them that nice cold treat oh geez uh, how would you i mean how would you decide which person to pick because i've would you usually go for like a little kid or how, how did you decide? Because I feel like that'd be that'd be too tough. I don't know if I could do it if I can go to a a huge a huge line and then hand one person an ice cream. <laughs> yeah, no, I would usually try to pick the kids, you know, because they're the ones that probably would get most excited. Um, the way I would pick, I just kind of like scan the crowd a little bit at first. And then try to see if anyone like kind of sees me coming, you know, they're kind of just like looking at me like, oh, what's this person doing out here, you know, like and then kind of approach them that way. A lot of times I would also like to pick like kids who seem to be like the only child and they've been just like with adults all day, you know, kind of just give them a little bit of extra magic. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, when you have like your siblings, you kind of have people to enjoy it with. And when you're just with adults, it's kind of like, oh, you know, it's it's not the same. No one can understand my my excitement and where it's all coming from. <laughs> uh, no, I I could definitely imagine that. That's that's cool though. That's that's really awesome that you're able to get out of out of your station and go and go make those moments for for guests. Yeah. Cool. So guest experience or not it didn't this doesn't have to be while you're working at the parks it could be any any time when you were down during the college program at um uh for this time uh what was your favorite memory working while you were on the college program uh i would have to say my favorite memory 
the last week of my program really sticks out the most to me. Um, me and a couple of my roommates that I got really close with decided to do the Wild Africa Trek in Animal Kingdom. It was something that we like always talked about the entire program, that we were like going to do it because we love the Kilimanjaro Safari. And we were like, we have to do it. You know, we ought to do it soon before our program ends. And like the last week of our program, we finally like were able to do it all together. And that was just like something that I would never forget in my life. It was so cool getting to like go up close to the animals, you know, and be like stopped at a certain point as long as we wanted to instead of like on the safari where, you know, you have to constantly keep moving. And then also um, in the middle of the trek, we got to get lunch, sit in the middle of the, the reserve and just like watch the animals. And that was something that I really enjoyed doing. And that's something I kind of want to do again sometime soon. Was I mean it sounds amazing. Was this the the Maharaj? I think it's the Maharaja Jungle Trek, or is this something just for cast members? Um, I believe it was. It's not just for cast members. Um, there was a couple of other people with us as well, um, but it is more exclusive. You know, you get to like walk around on the bridges. Yeah, and... I know it's a. I think it's an extra paid uh, thing. Correct. I mean, yeah. you pr- you probably didn't have to pay, but I know for guests they have to. Yeah, I believe cast members, they still have to pay, um, but we just we still do get a discount for it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely something I've, I always wanted to do. Um, I just haven't yet. Um, but I feel like now that I've been going to park, the parks more often, that's something I would want to do on one of my next visits. Yeah, it was definitely worth it, like getting to just sit and watch all these, like, safari cars like drive by and you could wave at them one of the cool things too was like we were stopped at one of the places and we got really close to the the hippos and one of the trucks was passing by and it was someone that we actually knew one of my co-workers and they were like oh my god and they started to wave at us and everything and we started to wave back at them and they're like oh my god you guys like saw someone you knew that like never happened (laughs) (laughs) oh that's really cool (laughs) (laughs) nice um well cool so were there were there any other stories that you wanted to share um that happened on your trip uh do you do you want to talk anything else about food and beverage maybe give some tips or insights was there anything else you want to share about your experiences that we might not have touched on um something that i also did while i was on my program in orlando was i actually got the chance to go Um, I requested days off in advance as soon as I got accepted, which is something I definitely recommend people doing because requesting days off can sometimes be a pain in the butt. (laughs) If you don't request them ahead of time, it's really hard to get them off, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a waitlist thing. You have to request them first or else you're put on a waitlist. So I requested a, a weekend off during my last month of the program, and I actually flew out to Anaheim. And I took my entire family to Disneyland with the the complimentary tickets that I received as a cast member. Oh, that's such a great idea. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah, and you can actually use the comp tickets as well as your own um, employee admission pass to almost any of the parks in the world, um, except for Tokyo, I believe. So if you're able to just get like maybe a couple days off, 
definitely try to go out and visit the other parks, especially if you haven't visited them before. I know a lot of people that did the Orlando program had never gone to Disneyland until they actually started to work for um, Disney and they were actually able to get into Disneyland for free as well. Wow, that that's a really good tip. Um, yeah, if anyone if anyone's going into the program and wants to, I, yeah, that seems like a really cool recommendation if you've never been to Disneyland. That was a smart idea. Did you did you think of that yourself, or did you like hear get that like tip from uh, like another cast member? Um, well, the comp tickets that I received, I originally did want my family to come out to Orlando to visit me, um, but plans changed you know and my parents couldn't request as many days off from their jobs and they're like well can you use them in Disneyland and so I did my research and it turns out you can use them in basically any of the parks in the world as long as you're still a valid cast member and then your own admission pass as well is valid not just for Orlando but for all the other parks so I kind of looked up and saw what the best time to go was. I looked up other people's videos. I also asked for recommendations on the Facebook page. Like there's a group um, that people join. And I asked like, has anyone ever gone to Disneyland while they were in their college program at Disney World? And a lot of people said, yes, absolutely. You have to do it because it's the one time you're going to be able to get in for free, you know? Yeah, no, cool. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Nice. So was there was there anything else you want to share? Any tips or any other experiences? Um, no, I think that about wraps up my entire experience. You know, I, I just definitely recommend to anyone who's listening and they are not sure about the college program, you know, just do it. Just apply. Just put your as much effort in it as you can. And if you're worried about school or graduating on time, just know that school is always going to be there for you. You know, like I said earlier, it's not going to go anywhere. You're going to have as much time as you you really need to to graduate and doing this college program was kind of like a once in a lifetime experience nice yeah that's that's great that's really awesome um so now so now that you're finishing up college do you have any plans of doing another term there or trying to go back to disney or you're just you're the one and done thing and now you're you're going to move on to to something else yeah, um, me and my roommates were actually recently talking about this. The roommates that I had when I was in the program, a lot of them were asking, um, hey, are you going to plan on doing this again? Or what's your plan after graduating? Um, and I do, ha- I have been researching a lot into professional Disney internships and how they work, and what's the process like in applying for those. And I was really interested in trying to do maybe like a hotel or food and beverage professional internship, um, possibly in fall of 2019 or spring of 2020, you know, whichever one, uh, whichever one I could possibly, you know, get accepted into. But I do plan on seeing myself further go down into the company and possibly even maybe working for them permanently one day in California and Anaheim, just so I could be close to my family. And just because Disneyland will always have like a special close place in my heart because it was a park where I went and grew up. And so I hopefully one day, maybe I could stay with the company for good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope, I hope those dreams do come true and uh, you're going to have to to let us know how, how it all turns out. We'll definitely have to keep in touch and, I love to hear what happens. 
Yeah, thanks. Cool. So, so before we wrap the things up, the last question I want to ask is, what is your favorite Disney background music loop? Because, because like, what I like to do is I like to play the music throughout the episode. Uh, so I want to tend to whatever you what you love and your favorite music loop from the parks. Yeah, um, my favorite that I like to play um, in the background, like whenever I'm cleaning or doing chores or homework, I love to listen to Main Street background loops because I feel like they're they're they just feel kind of like classic and timeless, and it's like the the music that you always hear when you walk in, the first thing you hear when you walk into any Disney um, park, whether it's Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, as well as it's kind of like the the goodbye kiss when you when you walk out and you're leaving for the day you know like that's that's the music that is always like very very nostalgic to me so main street usa that's my favorite for sure <laughs> nice yeah that's yeah that's awesome no it's it's definitely one of my favorites as well and it's just it's very easy listening and it's it's yeah i like it a lot um yeah, it's uh, that goodbye kiss at the end of the night. Like it gets me every time. Like I, I, I know it, it, it runs about, I don't know how many times each night it plays, but every single time if I'm still in the park, I have to stop and just watch like, yeah, I love the yeah. goodbye kiss. And just way back at the castle. I'll just be like, goodbye. I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So did you, before we wrap things up, did you want to plug anything at all? Yeah, um, I have an Instagram account. It's mainly a personal one, but recently I've been adding a lot of Disney and a lot of my Disney experience working for the college program. The Instagram is Carla Johanna, Carla with a K, and then I'll spell it out. It's K-A-R-L-A-J-O-H-A-N-N-A, and then an underscore. And then I just post a lot about my, my Disney college program and going to Disney in general on that. Perfect. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes as well to make it a little bit easier to find you. Um, and I'm, I don't think I'm following you yet, so now I'm going to have to. So, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's going to wrap up our time for today. Um, Carla, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you. I hope you had fun. I did. It was, it was great getting to hear your experiences working at the Magic Kingdom. Thank you, Matt, and thank you for having me on this podcast. You know, it's always really fun to speak about my experience and just relive those days, and hopefully one day I can just go back and do it all over again. <laughs> I hope you do, too, um, and I, I wish you the best of luck with uh, getting back to Disney in the future. All right. Thank you, Matt. So that's going to wrap it up for another interview with a cast member. Carla, thank you so much for coming on the show this past week and sharing your experiences working over in Fantasyland. Uh, again, it was a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, I wish you all the luck in the future with everything. But um, for you listeners out there, if you were a cast member, previously a cast member, and you would like to be interviewed on the show, please reach out. I would love to have you on. Uh, so there are multiple ways you can reach out. Probably the easiest is just visiting us over 
at where anyone could visit us at excesspresspodcast.com. Over on the website, you guys can find every single show we have up there. You can also find all of our social media links, uh, and you could also f- subscribe um, to any channel that you, you would like to, any major platform uh, for podcasts there is. So if you guys want to shoot me an email, you can send me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys are not following me on social media already, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at excesspresspodcast. And if you actually listen to us on the Anchor app, uh, if, you're, if you're not subscribed already, you can actually send a voice message. So if you have any tips or comments or questions about the show, just let me know and I can play your message on an upcoming episode. But, uh, but yeah, if you guys are not subscribed already, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much any other uh, major podcasting platform. So you can find us over there and uh, rate and review the show if you guys are enjoying it. But, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, so the upcoming schedule for the next week um, Sunday, you're going to get your, your regular new show. We are go- coming back with the weekly roundup of the Disney Parks new uh, news. And then next Wednesday, uh, we are s- not going to have an interview with a cast member. Uh, we won't have another one for another two weeks. Next week, I'm actually going to be doing a uh, Disney 2018 year in review. So I'm going to have... Uh, someone who's actually been on the show uh, back in August for Food and Wine. It's my good friend Giovanni. He is going to be on the show again, and we're going to discuss everything that's going to happen with the Disney Parks uh, with in, in 2018. So yeah, next Wednesday we're next Wednesday we're going to be doing our year in review show. So stay tuned for that. But um, but all right, guys. Well, that's it. Thanks for tuning in for and for your continued support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.